So we knew it was coming. It was just a matter of when. But today, Motley Crue has officially this time, without speculation, confirmed their reunion. Now, we have a special guest here we're going to get to in just a minute. But I'm going to read the official statement where Motley Crue breaks down their reasons why they decided to finally make a comeback. And then we're going to digest this. I've been right about some things. I'm sure I've been wrong about some things. And we're just going to have a discussion or maybe a debate about this here in a moment. But first, I'm going to read to you the official statement from Motley Crue confirming this comeback, which reads as follows. Almost six years after signing a cessation of touring agreement, the contract is off the table because a whole new generation of crew heads are relentlessly demanding for the band to come back together. Following the huge success of their Netflix biopic, The Dirt, Motley Crue has seen a massive surge in a new audience, and the best known for breaking rules has decided their cessation of touring contract in the Motley Crue fashion Motley Crue fashion by literally blowing it up. There's a video of them basically blowing up this document, uh, like a little trailer thing that they did. Uh, After 35 years together on stage and 30 years since the release of Dr. Feelgood, the members of Motley Crue parted ways without speaking to each other after their final show on December 31st, 2015. That's interesting. I want to get to that as well. Vince, Nikki, Mick, and Tommy didn't come together again until 2018 to participate in the making of the Dirt movie, which unexpectedly brought them closer back together, seeing them head back into the recording studio after having one of their own, or after having gone in their directions for several years, the fuse was lit. Since playing Tommy Lee in the dirt, so many of my fans have said how they wish they could have seen the real Motley Crue play live, said Colson Baker, aka Machine Gun Kelly, shout out to MGK. I never thought I would see the day when this would become a, a reality, but the fans spoke and Motley Crue listened. The dirt currently enjoys an audience score of 95% on Rotten Tomatoes. I'm a little biased, but I think it was a great movie, um, and I think our guest will too. <laughs> and its massive global success earlier this year saw Motley Crue's popularity rush to new highs, catapulting the band music back to the top of the worldwide charts with the younger 18 to 44 demographic now representing 64 percent of the band's fan base that's very impressive moreover in the six months following the release of the dirt motley crew has celebrated a meteoric rise of almost 350 percent increase in streams of their music across all streaming platforms that's impressive However, most of the new fans have never seen the legendary live shows that crew heads have relished in for close to four decades. Then there's a number you can text. You can see that on their website and information about their comeback as well. I want to join our, or I want to invite our special guest in now, which is Anthony Vincent. For those of you that don't know, he's 10 second songs on YouTube, but most importantly, he actually also appeared in that amazing movie, The Dirt on Netflix as John Karabi, the vocalist who replaced Vince Neil after he departed the, the band. It's a pivotal moment in the in the film uh, where he does appear in that movie as John Karabi and it shows sort of the, the tumultuous nature of which they were going in. Uh, me and uh, Anthony have been talking about this. Anthony has a different perspective on things as we often do as friends. It's, it's always nice to have people who have different opinions than you. So thank you for joining me today, Anthony. Of course, Brian. I'm happy to be here. It's great. And let me, can I say something? Go ahead. Can I say something? You're really good at this. <laughs> I mean, you've always been good at this. At be, being, you know, this kind of personality yeah. that can yeah. deliver this kind of news. But you got, you, you're you're a seasoned now. Thank you. You know, you. because I'm going to tell you right now, everything that you just did in one take, it would take me 50 takes. I'd be here all day. <laughs> well, part of it for me is I just have to like not be so hard on myself. 
And it's not like this every day. It's because you're here where the pressure is on. It's because you're sitting there through that whole thing that I made a point of it. It's not like that every day. In fact, most of the time it's not. Uh, but but well, sometimes you. you need like to be in an environment where you don't ha- where, where you you take yourself out of that whole overthinking space. Yeah, you know? and, and you know me, you know me personally. It's not always easy. <laughs> of course, I mean, you know. Okay, so I gotta say first and foremost that reading that statement, uh, those of you who've been watching the channel know I've been kind of an ass about this whole Motley Crew thing. I have different opinions because sort of the whole Steel Panther thing rubbed me the wrong way. I thought they were pretty shitty to Steel Panther, but I I do respect their work. I'm a fan of their music. I'm not always a fan of some of the ways they've carried themselves, but that's just my personal opinion. But I've got to say, after reading that statement, and that's the first time I've read it when I was reading it to you guys, they do make some interesting points in why it does make sense a 350% increase in streams on the back of that movie, it's pretty interesting. But in my opinion, I think that Vince Neil, in his current form, is not stage ready for a Motley Crue comeback. Every other member of the band, I'm going to say this, is stage ready. Today, they can go out there and put on a set. He needs to do what Axl Rose did many years ago. Remember all the memes that was being passed around the KFC by, memes. about Axl Rose? Yeah, Axl Rose was overweight and he was out of shape. And there, there was all this footage being passed around of how he sounded live. And it was just, it wasn't his strongest. That's exactly what happened with, with Vince Neil recently, especially after the movie came out. And um, I mean, I'm assuming that th- he's already... He's already getting in shape as we speak. I because <laughs> I want to disagree with you there, and here's why. He's been on tour up until like the last week. He's been playing shows. I remember seeing footage of him like last week, and he still looks and performs the same right now. Now, maybe this deal, because last week, Vince Neil comes out. Um, and again, I want to apologize. I've been calling him Vince Meal, and people have been saying that. I'm trying to be funny. I'm a heavy set guy. I think it's funny, but I don't want like I I don't hate the guy. I think that's a <laughs> I think that makes me laugh because of just how how perfect it sounds. Because and and like you said, I can't get it. I can't get away with something like that because I'm a skinny. Yeah, bastard. and I'm fat. Yeah, admit it. But, admit um, it. Hey, you're 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 more. <laughs> listen. You just you're you're doing the best you can. That's right. I'm okay, doing right now. Right now you're you're uh, you're making the effort. I'm trying. You know, you're eating this. What did you? What were you eating? Before? I was eating. Was it's that? a it's a um, it's a like a an unwitch, which is like lettuce and then meat. Sounds really stupid. So there you go. There you go. You're, do, I'm you're doing, doing the your best. Due diligence. You're having. You have. You have the white claw. You know. Well, so so. You're, Listen, you think you think I, well, that well, Vince is Neil think. is gonna is gonna hit the gym? I don't know if he's going to, but I think he really needs to yeah. because everything, everything, all of his issues that and, and what he went viral for. This is not a this is not me picking yeah, on him. This is just what what is a common what's common knowledge. Yeah. What he went viral for with with those bad performances uh, where people were were ripping him. Um, you know, I watched it, and I'm just thinking to myself: all of this could be prevented. Yeah. And all of this could still be reversed. You could, like, you know, that it's a matter of you have to, you know, first of all, intense cardio. You have to drop a lot of that weight. Yeah. 
You have to, uh, you know, get in a, a, a better uh, eating regimen and, and exercise regimen. That's number one. So health is number one. Physical is number one. Then the other thing is you have to revisit uh, vocal training. You have to maybe even uh, just maybe even go through a whole new uh, type of training or yeah. course or or. Uh, you know, take it from the very, take it from the basics, the fundamentals, build yourself back up, maybe relearn how to sing. Yeah. I mean, don't listen, I've done it myself. Yeah. I've gone back and, and, and traced my steps and, and, uh, and, and listened more closely to the very basic fundamentals, even recently to kind of, to kind of just keep myself. Talk about um, giving somebody and, credit you know, for those of you guys who don't know, Anthony Vincent, you are a great, uh, not to make this like a, a circle jerk here, but you're a great singer in your own right. You're an amazing singer. You're not just great. Um, and so you you certainly have the right to chime in on that. The question is, though, the question is, you have the ability to say, okay, I want to improve myself. I want to get better. I, in this realm of what I do, I try to make things better, make improvements. The question is, does the vocal, and it remains to be seen, does the vocalist of one of the most prolific bands, and Motley Crue is one of the most prolific bands in rock, let's not get it twisted, does he have the capacity or the ego to say, okay, I need to admit that I am capable of getting better because he is, and will he do it? I don't know. I mean, Axl Rose did it because Axl Rose was down the same path. Yeah. And uh, and he came back with that Guns N' Roses reunion. and Actually, he came back with when he filled in for uh, ACDC. And everyone was like, "Whoa, he's like, he's back. He's got his voice back, his range back, and all that. He he redeemed himself. Yeah, and, you know, and look, it's up to him. It's it's up to because because it's not impossible. Uh, you know, it's not impossible for him to go and 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 uh, reclaim what he had, or uh, or just or at least." Get himself in a in a way better position now, where it it just seems like he's he's even you know interested in it anymore. I don't know. Or, or like I, I'll put it this way: I look at I look at vocalists like like Miles Kennedy. He's a he's a good example. I've I've amazing. seen a lot of interviews of him. I've seen a lot of interviews where he talks about, um, you know, uh, how exercise and eating it all plays into it. And he was, you know, he very much into the whole physical health thing as well as the healthy vocal technique thing. So, um, you know, uh, so there are definitely artists that no matter how much success that they they see in in music, they still hold their uh, hold it. It's it's still very important for them to to keep their craft intact and sharp and ready to go because i just think that look i don't know if it were me that's what i would be doing i'd be like listen man i all this all these people talking shit about me no i gotta redeem myself i gotta fucking you know yeah and he totally could and that's the thing is that i want to know if his so it doesn't seem like their relationship which is complicated at best it doesn't seem like the relationship between the members of Motley Crue is is one where your other bandmates can come through. Um, and sorry, let me. I'm having some webcam things. It was actually my sound. Um, but but continuing on, um, I want. I wonder if they have the type of relationship where like a Tommy Lee could come in and say, you know, Vince, you got to make some some changes because there was that report from Radar Online, which Vince, for his part, uh, with with all due respect, has come out and said it was bullshit. 
But he also said he hadn't spoken to the other members of the band since March. Just last week. There's no way this all came together in a week. There's no way. So I, I don't buy that. Um, but whether or not there was a $150 million deal on the table that said he had to lose 40 pounds, that's another story. But like, yeah, yeah. Well, listen, we will give you $150 million, but let's listen. Vince Neil has got to lose 50 pounds. Yeah. Well, <laughs> that's <laughs> they might have the perspective that you have, though, where it's this all goes away if you drop the weight. I don't know how much uh, Live Nation was involved with uh, Guns and Roses, but if they were, Axl Rose, and I don't think he was contractually obligated to do this. I think he wanted to do this. He did what he had to do, and it's not easy. It ain't easy to do what I did. Yeah, all I'll say is that. um, No, you did it. Yeah, you're you're in shape. Listen, you 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 keep this. Look, uh, you know, (laughs) the people that you know could be criticized are the ones that just let go and they they just don't care. They're like, ah, forget about it. You know. Well, but um, I would like to know with this Guns and Roses thing. That's rumored to be, I guess, or maybe it's an it's announced now, but they're saying that it's going to be Poison and Def Leppard on the tour, a reunited Poison. Um, Wait, you said Guns and Roses? Sorry, or, or I, Motley Crue? Yeah, Motley Crue, the yeah. Motley Crue tour. Um, it's rumored to be with Def Leppard and Poison, which is a mega bill. It's a mega bill. Def Leppard is a they have a massive draw to this day, and Def Leppard puts on amazing shows to this day. Uh, Poison, I, I I know that uh, what's his face, the singer of Poison. I'm having a brain lapse right now. Brett Michaels, yeah, Brett Michaels, also still to this day puts on a great show. He's in great shape, um, and so I think that what a shame it's going to be. Who's headlining? It's got to be Crew. Has to be. Crew is gargantuan. They're massive, you know, and and so I would imagine they wouldn't get back together to be direct support for Def Leppard, you know, even though maybe had they kept going. Had they not stopped and had the dirt never come out, they very well could have dropped down and 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 not done that. The other question I have is, how soon do they start talking? Eventually, I mean, eventually they're going to do another farewell tour. How soon? Motley Crue, they're going to have to do another one. At this point, they're coming back. What are they going to do? Just fade into the darkness? Or is this the, I mean, at what point do they start talking they about? Don't have to do, they don't have to do another farewell tour. You don't think they'll this play a final a, show? I, I, no, I think this is like a one-off thing, maybe. I don't know. I don't know. They blew up the contract <laughs> that said they can't tour anymore, and nowhere in the statement, and I could be wrong, nowhere in the statement does it say that this is a one-off deal. But again, they haven't announced the tour, to be fair. All I'm saying is, if they need John Karabi Ooh. to come back on tour, they know... Who to call? You know, you know what? I. <laughs> so you stand ready at this point. I'm ready. The funny thing is, is you are ready. You could sing those songs. You know, you know what's funny? Hypothetically, I, I hypothetically, and this would never happen. But if Motley Crue was like, "Listen, you know, Vince Neil can't do this. He can't." Would you please fill in? Here's what I want to know. Actually, Anthony, comment. Anthony, would you fill in? <laughs> comment down below, because the main point of contention here seems to be Vince Neil. But I'm going to be honest with you. I would certainly, because I'm, I'm going to say this, and I mean this from the bottom of my heart, I've watched them play as a band. I'm talking about the, instru- the instrument um, perspective. The members of Motley Crue all playing instruments are tight. They play great. They play flawlessly. They're amazing. Right now, the vocals are the problem. 
Would you be down to see Motley Crue without Vince Neil? Comment down below, baby. It's an official poll. Somebody start the thread. And Anthony, you say that, you, for the record, you work out every day, right? I work out five days a week. Ooh, nice. I work out five days a week, intense cardio, <laughs> always on that treadmill, baby. Oh, yeah. You're in shape. Always, I'm always on the treadmill, 5.30 in the morning. Now I've been going 5.30 in the morning Jeez. at the gym. And then I do vocal. Then I do my vocal warm-ups afterwards when I get to the studio every morning. So uh, so listen, I'm, I'm in shape, and, and I will... I'll take it on. So I will take on. You also know every Motley Crue song. I don't know every Motley Crue song, but, but I mean, you know, you, know, you, know, you could learn them quick. And then also, you were in the dirt, so there's a nexus there. Exactly. I was in the dirt. Listen, that's kind of a cool story. You know, you, you know what's funny though? I, I, I thinking about it, like you always think about this kind of thing when you're when you're a vocalist, like uh, especially a vocalist on the internet, because occasionally you do get contacted for potential opportunities yeah. it's happened to me it happens to everyone and and i always think like what what is one opportunity that i would might give uh, just a, a a chance and just go with it there are certain opportunities i don't think i could do like i would never like if if uh, if i were ever approached to uh be the be a uh, singer for lincoln park i'd turn that's it down. a hard I, singing I, bro i wouldn't do it <laughs> Like or 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 Soundgarden yeah. wouldn't do it, you know. Uh, like, and, and it's not out of that's not like because like oh, screw you guys. Yeah, and, of course. You know, it's, yeah. it's out of respect. It's out of respect, and that's a very you don't want to. I don't know. There's there's fans involved, and it's just really it's it's not not something I would do. Yeah. But in this particular circumstance, if hypothetically <laughs> it was brought up, <laughs> I love it. I would be like I'd be like yeah, all I'll right, do it. I'll give it a shot. Why not? Because currently, I don't want to say the bar is low, but the bar is pretty low right now. I'm talking, again, I hope, I hope and I believe and I know it's possible and I know he can do it. I hope that today my man has a trainer who's pushing him and is getting him in shape because he can get in shape. But you got to switch to White Claw, bro, if he's if he's drinking a lot or something like that. I'm not here to judge anybody. Lord knows I'm not perfect, but no, I, I think for him, he he needs to if he's if he's doing anything like uh, drinking or anything, he needs to stop that. He needs to stop. I don't know if he's smoking. He needs to get. He needs to get completely clean. Yeah. He has to get completely uh, in shape. Yeah. Maybe even I don't know. We're what, not. We're what, not who's, implying who's, he has a problem here. We're talking about from no, like a I'm diet perspective. If he does. Yeah, if he did. Yeah, yeah if he does. exactly. So like so he would need that he would need that he would need um like I said a, a cardio at least 5 days a week um and um I don't know who his vocal coach is but he needs a he needs a good one he needs someone that's going to really He needs Ken Tamplin, right? Yeah, he needs Ken That's Tamplin. right baby. Yeah. He, yeah, definitely. He is I mean, awesome. Ken's my coach. Yeah. He, he would he would do good with Ken. Yeah. I yeah, I think I think that if he and he has to work at it every day like he would have to um I actually think that he'll that's probably what he's going to do. Um, There's got to be a lot me. of pressure, but here, here's here's why I feel like it might not happen, and I and I hope I'm wrong, but I think it may not happen because Vince Neil, as soon as the crew was over, and they had a, a freaking movie come out, what did he do? He went solo and ran around covering his own songs or you can't cover your own songs, but playing his own songs with a backup band. If I was another member, that would piss me off. I'd be like this dude, man, freaking. Cause every time he does that, every time they go see Vince Neil with these rando bros, no disrespect to them. Cause they're a tight band. His solo band is awesome. 
Um, but every time they're not the crew, every time you go play with them, you take them, you take that down a notch. And so for me, I'd be like, you know, you, you, you put Motley Crue on the shelf and it's done. But he went right around and just kept doing it and he didn't do it for that. So, I mean, I hope, I hope I'm wrong. Listen, I I can, I could definitely see your point with that because I would never be able to do that. Like, it just feels weird to me. Mm -hmm. But then again, you know, there's so many moving parts in this business and whoever's his, like, like, like as far as, um, people and, um, who they're managed by and, and who they're being consulted by and like, Hey, take this deal. And what, what deals are happening for this to happen? And this and that, like, you don't even know, like, like, uh, you know, sometimes I don't want to say that people that like, you know, people, uh, reunite in their, in, you know, with all these new bands reuniting and stuff, or they're doing it for the money, but money definitely talks, especially um, when it's proven. They're getting especially paid. when it's proven to be extremely. They are extremely getting paid. A, I don't know what it is, but they're getting paid a gross amount of money. And I don't mean. I mean, I'm happy for them. But um, what do you 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 touched on a little bit with all these bands reuniting? Man, it's not a good thing uh, long term. You've got all these bands coming in, in my opinion, that are overpopulating the uh, the market, so to speak. And it's it's. I don't think it's a good thing that the biggest tours of the year are going to be from bands that are 30, 40 years ago uh, when we don't have staying power, even with like Metallica, who's one of my all time favorite bands and still put on an amazing show. And actually um, James Hetfield is a, is a prime example of somebody who has worked on their voice. You can tell that he, he realized at some point he had to change his vocals to make it sustainable. He found a way to sing and he found a very palatable way to sing. I love, I still love his voice. You and I obviously agree on that as somebody who got to go to the legendary first S and M concerts. Um, very jelly of that. But, uh, but you know, I, I think there are, are people that are doing good jobs at this and I'm not biased, but I'm a, I, I don't have a, a business relationship with them, but I think the, um, the, the festivals that are happening, the Danny Wimmer presents folks do an amazing job of putting a bill together that has a mixture of younger artists. And then typically though, your headliners are going to, I mean, how do you compete with Metallica? You, you don't, they're one of the biggest, they're all, uh, that makes sense to me, but you know, a Motley crew, this being put together is, but is there anybody who could come out and headline? There's hold on. I, I think I got to sneeze. Hold on. <laughs> I'm not cutting that out. That's too good. <laughs> that, was so that was one hell of a sneeze. It was good. Sorry. You were Listen, saying, um, I, I, I feel like, uh, don't take this the wrong yeah. way, but a lot of people who say that rock is dead, that whole argument, yeah. this is the reason why. It's because they, it's like, uh, yeah, yeah, rock is dead. Look at all these uh, these artists that are getting together, and, you know, playing to um, tens of thousands of people. Uh, like uh, Slipknot getting together and playing. This is a band that's been around for uh, forever. Uh, My Chemical Romance getting back together and they're going to be playing to sold out crowds guns and roses is, is is reunited it's like look rock is still alive yeah but the problem is is that these are all legacy acts I, that aren't going to be around forever and and uh i don't really see there's a lot of promising bands that that will that will even come close to the kind of impact 
these bands made when the genre was newer or or the genre had uh, pl- had a place to to go somewhere new and exciting. I think when you it, get what I mean, yeah, to a certain, I I agree with about half of the bands you mentioned. I think with My Chemical Romance and and Slipknot, they are at least twenty years younger than twenty five years younger than these other bands. I think they're actually still in their natural course of of life for a band where obviously neither one of them are new bands, but. Both of them, I know from Slipknot, obviously puts on an amazing show. I have no doubt that uh, My Chemical Romance is not gonna, is going to put on a great show. I know they're going to put on a great show. I mean, I'm not even that big of a My Chemical Romance fan, but if you look at their age, they're what are they, 40s? Slipknot, right. same deal. No, no, it's, that's they're, decent they're, to me. It know? will no, that those those are of the younger yeah. bands that I'm referring to, but I'm just saying that there's no one like right now as we speak. Uh, there is, I feel like there's nobody who is in that genre or in rock and metal that are at the level of My Chemical Romance back in 2006. I agree with you on that wholeheartedly. Right now. I agree with you on that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, or, or, or at the level of Slipknot back in 2001 yeah. or even, or even 2000. Especially like 2006. That, yeah, yeah. Actually, yeah, so, so, inter- interestingly enough, I know this, um, from talking to, uh, Corey, Slipknot is actually today, if you can fact, Slipknot is bigger than they've ever been right now on a global scale. Statistically speaking, today, Slipknot, but I think that if you factor in some of the smarter plays they're doing, like the they're diversifying, much like Metallica, I think everybody's following in Metallica, seeing what they're doing with the genius, the, they're making quality products. Their Internite Pilsner is delicious, I've had it. Uh, they have a they have a blackened whiskey is amazing. Slipknot is sort of following their lead a little bit and making their own original good products. I've tasted their uh, number nine whiskey, which is also amazing. I, I I've t- I've tested all this shit, okay? Uh, but but I think from that standpoint, they're doing things right. But you're right. But there is one band, Anthony. There is one band to save them all that is rising up the ranks, and their name is Greta Van Fleet, baby. <laughs> they are they are do we oh want, boy they are so i mean say what you want about are they i i mean i don't know about a sales number or a streaming number but for god's sakes they're direct support for metallica in oh yeah i mean yeah that but dude honestly um i i remember there were article i mean two years ago or a year ago was it a year ago or two years ago you couldn't stop seeing people talk about them yeah and now it's i don't really see a lot of people talk about them at all i think they're off album cycle right now so i think that that is 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 part of it but um yeah i think when they don't have a i I just think that they that was a smart deal where you have people from multi-generation girls and then you got the older folks, your 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 Uncle Joe, who's going to come. Man, you check out this badass band. You know, you got you got that from right, all right. angles, and it's an interesting. Well, that's the thing about that thing. That's the thing about rock right now. It is, uh, it's it's uh, it's definitely become a novelty of itself. But you know what, though, there are people who are who are it's, helping. It's still, and there's still a there's still a audience for yeah. it. It's a much more of a family crowd. But I've seen it. True. Um, true. It's not a. It's it's not like a 
and, and this is fine. I'm just saying what what it has turned into. It's not, you know, it doesn't have the same danger that it used to yeah. many, many years ago when it first started. And you had, uh, I mean, the danger is transferred to what the kids are listening to now. Like, like it's it's in all of the uh, the um, whatever whatever SoundCloud rap is turning into. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's, whatever SoundCloud yeah, rap is I, turning I'm into. I'm glad right you now. said. I love that you said it that way because I was just thinking. I was like, I think he's gonna say SoundCloud rap, but it's not SoundCloud rap anymore because it's so goddamn mainstream. Like. It's just modern hip hop. There are a lot of yeah. There are a lot of uh, uh, even to this day. I have friends that introduce me to new hip hop artists that will say, "Yo, listen, listen to this song," and you hear the song, and the actual recording is produced, and he's just like rapping, and he goes, "Now watch this live footage." The same rapper is like screaming his head off. There's mosh pits, yep. stage divers, all this stuff. Yep. So these kids, by the way, and and well, let me just say this too: these kids who are uh, at these rap concerts right now, they are this close to becoming metalheads. They don't even realize it. They're this close. That is, very I, I saw, I saw the. I saw the uh, uh, the I, I, the footage uh, that Marilyn Manson. Uh, it was a Marilyn Manson show. He was he was performing with the with I forget Travis which Scott. Rap Travis artist. Scott. Yeah, he played. This? That was so okay. sick. And he was he was playing Sweet Dreams. And I saw like there was that that mosh pit that broke out. All these kids. It reminded me of uh, being in high school when when we would have high school battle of the bands and a metal band would come up and everybody starts moshing and stuff because it's just like it was a youthful yeah. mosh pit. It was a youthful. I saw, you know, you see kids of all kinds that are moshing to this shit, and I'm like, these kids, they, they are, they're, they're like this close I to being, that. becoming metalheads. And so I think that um, it's the spirit is still alive somewhere. Well, you, you know, know, there are people that that are pushing it and are and are and are exposing the younger people. I love. I I cannot put it into words because I see what he's doing. I see what he's doing, and I love him for it. I don't know this guy but I just can't sing his praises enough. Post Malone and everything he does, he tries to, to take his audience and show them what he was raised on. And to just today, it was announced at the AMAs. First of all, he put Ozzy Osbourne on one of the biggest songs of the year. He being Post Malone, he put a guitar solo in one of the biggest hip hop records of the year with Ozzy Osbourne on it. And he's taking Ozzy Osbourne and playing at the AMAs with him in the near future, which is one of the biggest televised events of the year. He is doing literally everything he can other than releasing a metal album to expose people to rock. And plus his his producers uh, producing the latest yeah, Ozzy's record, record yeah. which... I'm excited about, I'm also nervous about, but I will say... I like the first track. Under the Graveyard like is it. sick. I love it. It's it's it sounds like the guitars are MIDI, you know, but like it sounds like they're like programmed. It's, it's modern, but I don't it's give a shit. Production. You know what? Whatever. Exactly. Let's not overthink it's, it. it but, but the thing is, though, uh, what I I was afraid of was that it was going to be too modern production, where Ozzy's voice was was extremely tuned, and like, like it's in, <laughs> like, well, what do you call it? like his voice is extremely tuned in the Post Malone track, yeah, but take I take what I you kinda, want from me or whatever it's that called. That was that was fine. I, I didn't I didn't mind that, but I was pleased to hear that um the production reminded me of more of a modern version of like something you'd hear off Osmosis. Yeah. And uh I was pleased with that. Yeah. Uh, that with that first single. Just I, I gotta say, like for for Ozzy in this record, hearing that, even though Zach Wilde's not involved, which he has said he's not involved. 
I would have liked to have seen them bring him in because it's freaking Zach. At this point, Zach Wild is a legend too. You know, like how does how do you not bring him in? But whatever. I know there's no hard feelings there. Obviously, knowing how Zach Wild is, he's not going to be pissed about it. It just is. I'm doing this record, and it this guy was available, and I like the producer, but. I am excited to hear it. And that's the type of guy like Ozzy to me is on another tier from Motley Crue. Um, But, you know, just in closing, and I'm going to give you the last word here. I I just, I think that if Motley Crue gets Vince Neil and if Vince Neil himself, who has the full potential to do this is able to get in shape, work out, this is going to be a great thing because what it's going to do is give people the opportunity to get what they did not get on the farewell tour. They didn't get it. I, I've seen it. There was a movie about it. It was not impressive from a vocal standpoint. Production was incredible. Band was incredible. Top of their game. They do. They yeah. They they do um, owe it to themselves to to give uh, a real final good last impression. Yeah. And and I think that if it, it, it all hinges on Vince. Or you, Anthony, to come in. You're available. You're not saying you're waiting around for their calls, but you are available, baby. Even if even if Vince has a couple of off nights and he, he's like, listen, I need a break. You can call me in for a couple of dates. <laughs> I'll, I'll do it. Literally. And so and, and the, the, the funny thing <laughs> is, is we're kind of joking, but we're kind of not. You know, we're just <laughs> calling what you want to put me to flash your cell number on the screen. We've got it. Just reach out. Just just email they, them. They they uh, they know where to okay, find me. Okay, okay. Then good. That's great. That's a very egotistical thing to say, but I'll take your word for it. <laughs> no, they, they tr- just trust okay. me. Okay. Well, you they, were in their movie. I guess that is literally true. They'll call me if <laughs> so, they need me. They'll good, call me. Good. That's good. And I I hope that happens. All right. Final thoughts, Anthony, on the Motley Crew reunion. What do you think? Let's do it. Yes. Let's do it. <laughs> Are you getting tickets? <laughs> uh. I don't, you know, I listen. Ghost was down the street like last year, and I didn't even. Go. Oh, you're a you're a, a hermit I'm, like me. I, I, yeah, I, well, I'm seeing Tool tomorrow. I'm seeing oh. Tool tomorrow at Barclays in Brooklyn. That's dope. So I'm um that I'm that I'm excited about. Friend of mine, but that's only because a friend of mine. She was like, oh, she's gonna go by herself, and she's driving. I'm like, all right, I'll come. Well, whatever. Like, you know, like she's driving. I'm like, all right, I'll, go. I'll tag along. Sure. Why not? Are you, you know? um are you going to any of these festivals? Do you go to any of these big festivals that happen? I will tell you because you get everything in one shot. So I'm telling you, you need to go to one of these damn last festivals. Festival, Metallica two festival, nights, dude. The last festival I went to was uh, Ozfest in 2004. Well, this is different and because it's like it's like they have a I don't know how, but they have a way bigger budget. So you get Metallica for two nights with two different sets, baby. You know, that's another thing with, with with Metallica. Why is it that they announced that James was going into rehab and then two weeks later they're like, oh, festival tour. It's like, wait, you're putting a time limit on James recovery? <laughs> I, you know. What happened? I, I think I. I no, no, like I'm not saying anything bad yeah. about them. I'm genuinely curious. What happened? I think that it, was, it had to have been split second decision. I think that what happened is. Maybe James is back already. Maybe he was back already. Realized that it wasn't that bad. He just needed a little tune up or I don't know I think you know I watched this interview with Joe Rogan and he was pretty forthcoming about it I'm sure we're going to get the full story on it I think that he talked about it wasn't just substance for him he talked about how it was sort of like ego driven and things like that and he didn't like how it was I think he was talking about like how it was with his relationship and stuff too maybe this was 
he, he talked about how he needed to reset himself as a person. Like you said, and, and we don't mean this in a joking way, but like sometimes you might just need a little tune up. Either way, I'm freaking elated that he did it. I'm I'm sure you agree. I'm f- I could not say better things about how great it is that somebody, anybody, doesn't matter who you are, is like, yo, I need some help. There's never anything wrong with that. And even if you're in the biggest band in the world, support him 100 million percent. Could have been a tune up. We'll find out what it is. But I know that I know that with these sort of deals, that it's Metallica, not really our business. Yeah, it's, it's not, not really our, our business. business but either. James is the type of guy. Metallica's is. Believe it or not, they're transparent with their fans, man. They're they're pretty good with letting people know what's up. Like they, ne- dude, we would have never known that he went to rehab if they didn't tell us. They had no reason to tell us, but they did because I I say what you want about Metallica, they do value their relationship with their fans. Oh, I love Metallica. Yeah. I love James. Yeah, I know I it's. I know it's I mean, up there. Still, my like, you know, they've fucking, been my favorite band since I was a kid, yeah. and. uh they're still up there because that reason, you know. Now, would you would of, you stand in for Metallica as well? If they need, I'm just. Kidding. How do you how do you even do that? Like, yeah, that's a band you can't do that. You can't stand in for James. That's impossible. You can't it's, do that. It's, it's just the, the thing because it's because James because anybody can can sing James. Yeah, you know, like like it's not even a, a matter of like like with some somebody like Vince Neil or or Motley Crue. That's a certain vocal style that not everybody can sing yeah right i mean like you need you need to be far like a little further along in your in in the in the um uh uh vocal ability yeah to be able to like you couldn't get james hetfield to sing high notes like that or or, you know what i'm saying yeah he has such a distinct voice james is more of a personality thing james is more like you can't you can't replace the core members of metallica no you can't, you, you know? can't replace, like, yeah, exactly. I couldn't agree with that more. James is such a enigmatic front man that he is, he, he can't be duplicated. Often replicated, never duplicated. It's just not one of those, it's just one of those bands. It's too, too strong of, it's the same thing with, with like Pantera. There, there were all four uh, strong personalities. Everyone was equally yep. strong. So you can't, you couldn't replace them. Yeah. You know, and uh, that's why when it fell apart, it fell apart. Pretty soon, I think, though, we will be talking about um, a Pantera-esque tour with Zach Wilde. I smell that coming down the rail. Zach wants it to happen, but, and it sounds like... Bad uh, idea. What's his face to happen? Well, we're going to save that for another day because I have some <laughs> we'll I have some perspectives on that. I could I could chime in on that yes. one. All right, so we're going to we're going to I'm going to take you up on that. So, thank you Anthony. Uh, thank you guys for joining us and if you stuck around to the end, my god, you had nothing better to do tonight. Thank you so much for joining us. Be sure to subscribe. Click that notification button so you don't miss out on Breaking Hard Rock and updates and hopefully more discussions like this in the future. Uh, And let us know what you think down in the comments. Are you going to go and see this Motley Crue reunion tour and agree or disagree with us? And who is the better in shape? Me with my unwitch or Anthony with his bullshit cardio? I don't buy it. I'm just kidding. All right. Thank you guys so much. And we'll see you all very soon.